This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, Episode 14, recorded November 7th, 2005. Hello and welcome to TF Wire, the one and only Transformers podcast. I am your host, Jesse slash Matrix Prime. On this week's show, I'm joined by show regulars, D-Buster Prime. What's up, people? And Pirated TV Pro. I'm hearing voices, so if I start going crazy halfway through the podcast, leave me alone. We can start leaving you alone right now. <laughs> yeah, just, just ignore me. I'm... <laughs> I shouldn't be here to begin with, but since I am, might as well talk about some stuff. So you guys ready? Go for it. Okay, our first news story. G1 reissue Sideswipe has finally been released in the United States. The figure has been popping up at KB Toy Stores and is priced at fourteen ninety nine. Did this figure come out last year in Canada? Supposedly. I mean, I've heard reports that it was coming out, but I believe there it was coming out at, in Toys R Us, right? Yeah, it was, a toy, it was still a Toys R Us exclusive uh, when it came out in Canada, and for some reason it just never shipped down here. Um, they did bring it up at the uh, the convention. Some uh, fans asked about it, and Hasbro said they were clueless as to why that happened, so it must have been something to do with Toys R Us's uh, distribution. Yeah, isn't this the one where the guy was like, that never shipped? What are you talking about? That never showed up? Yeah, good watching out, guys. <laughs> um... <laughs> I was at I was at KB this weekend actually, um, and I didn't see that. I saw a bunch of the the universe Constructicons and uh, actually a, a whole lot of uh, of the KB exclusive molds, but not much other than that. So of course you know being down in the pit of Florida, you usually get stuff last around here. Yeah. Yes, that's very true. We we even have KB outlets toys. Yeah, we have a bunch of them around here. I did check one regular KB and a KB Toy Works. Um, I haven't seen either of them yet, but I did uh, find a Universe uh, Rail Racer, uh, but I'll probably get to that later on in the show. Okay, story number two. Transformers movie writers asked for your Decepticon Top 10 list. This was originally posted on the Don Murphy message board. Robert Orsi was quoted as saying, quote, I can tell you this, it ended up being more than we originally thought or stated publicly. You can just about double the list we gave out in previous interviews, so maybe a top ten list would be appreciated in the final hours. So, I take it the writers still haven't finished writing the script? Judging by this statement, I don't think they know what the heck they're doing. Like, like what, what are they doing? Are they, like, making a list and don't know what fans want to see? I mean, really, there's only, like, a couple characters that fans are really going to complain if they get, you know, horribly wrong. They want to see Soundwave, they want to see Shockwave, they want to see Megatron, like... Other than that, you know, it's just kind of like a roundabout cast, right? I mean, I mean, everyone has their fan favorites, but I mean, other than that, those are the main characters that are usually around and that people are really going to complain if they get wrong. So, no, uh, but yeah, I mean, what by this time they've been saying that they've been working on the script. Um, shouldn't they have 
a little bit more than just this? Or they're just like, Decepticon 1 says, Decepticon 2 says. They're just going to fill in the blanks later on. Well, it was done, and then they threw it out, and then got a new one, and then threw it out, and then got a new one, and apparently they've thrown the last one out and have another new one. So, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of wary as to how this is going. It seems like it's kind of been a comedy of errors thus far. I don't know. Has anyone actually has anyone actually like uh, sent in a top ten list? Yeah, I haven't sent anything in. Yeah. I. What difference is it going to make? I mean, are they really going to listen? Like if. They're like, oh, 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 wait, we got one from D-Buster. Let's see. <laughs> he wants to see Runamuck. We got to put him in there. Runamuck's going to be in the background in at least one shot. Yeah, I don't... I, I, I feel like they should be worried about making a movie and not worried about fan reaction. I mean, coming from a film point of view, um, they need to be worried about the characters and not what characters fans want to see, you know? You put you put these great characters that have you know existed over the years, put them into whatever story they're going to do, and they should write themselves as you know. That's what great characters do. So, I just don't understand how they cannot come up with a list of ten Decepticons after working on this so long without coming back to the fans. I mean, there's been dialogue on this for for so long. So where is this coming from? Maybe they're just going for the ultimate fan wink. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Good usage, though. I'll, I'll give you plus five points for that. But Yeah. All right, next story. Okay, next story. Apparently, the next Takara reissue is... Dun-dun-dun! Laser Optimus Prime. The figure is, of course, a G2 figure, and the last usage of the mold was in Robots in Disguise for Scourge. Now, has Takara simply run out of ideas on what to release, or what? I don't think that anything's going to beat... Robots into size Scourge. Uh, in recent memory, he's one of my favorite favorite characters, favorite molds. Um, the colors on it were perfect, and the character on the show was great. Um, well, didn't they say that they were going to fix the trailer and make it silvery instead of that gaudy G2 scheme? Yeah, that would be the only saving grace. I mean, I know I wouldn't buy it. I'm, I'm perfectly happy with my Scourge and his red sword of fury or whatever it is. So. But this has electronics in it. The sword lights up. See, maybe, maybe if I can if I can cannibalize this Laser Optimus Prime and put his electronics inside my Scourge to make his sword light up, then I might buy it. But other than that, there's I mean, it doesn't seem like they're kind of grasping at straws here. Well, I don't know. I really like this guy. I mean. Sure, Scourge is a great character, but he's only great because he's based off of a great Optimus Prime toy, and he, you know, he's got like the air missiles where you slam it down and they go flying like fifty thousand feet in the air and fifty thousand feet. The, in the, the air. light up sort that might be a, a slight, slight exaggeration. Like, exaggeration, yeah, you know, give or take a few ten thousand feet. <laughs> but, <laughs> Whatever. Bottom line, light up sword. I mean, how many TFs have those? The, the last one I think we got was something like that was uh, Rail Racer. Yeah. With his, with his. Yeah. I, don't, I, I mean, after he's got a different take on the transformation. He has really good articulation. That's very true. Why, why do we hate this guy so much? I mean, is it only because Scourge came out and he looks so much cooler? If Scourge never showed up, would we like this guy a little bit more? Well, that and like I don't really know of anyone who's saying 
oh my god, I absolutely positively need Laser Optimus Prime. Like after after we got I'll say it. <laughs> oh my god, I really need Laser Optimus Prime. After after we <laughs> After we got uh, Orion, Pax, and Dion, like I thought that was really cool usage of of old molds, and and you know I was really looking forward to some of the 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 reissues. But this is just kind of like, yeah, okay, that's great. It'd be like saying, hey guys, 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 the next next care reissue, uh, it's gonna be Machine Wars, Optimus Prime. Uh, I, I think people really have have a yearning for him, and I, I don't know, I just well, if they put in back that like that missile like loading function thing where they like there was a top loading thing where the missiles dropped down into the launchers that they removed for the American release if they put that back in for Machine Wars Optimus Prime I'd be all over that one too D-Buster just loves yeah you have to talk to like some of those people in Europe who got the real one D-Buster just loves all reissues no matter what no I don't love all of them but I mean it's Optimus Prime and a light of sword lights <laughs> Oh, yes, yeah. we forgot that. If, if, <laughs> I'm easily yeah. amused. If a toy has electronics, D-Buster will buy it, no matter what. <laughs> That's pretty much it. And with that, we'll move on to the next story, which has to do with the new Star Wars slash Transformers crossover toy line. According to a report on RebelScum.com, there may be two figures in the line's future, which combine to form one larger ship. Now, before we actually discuss this news topic, um, what do you guys think about the crossover line in general? Well, do they have electronics? <laughs> Whatever. No, <laughs> I, I, when we first saw them at BotCon, I, I wasn't that impressed with them. Um, for whatever reason, I didn't like them. Um, but recently, the, the Rebel Scum pictures that they showed with the, the packaging and everything, uh, they were a lot more attractive for some reason. I don't know why. I'd probably wait until I actually see them on the shelves to the side. But having the little, you know, versions of the characters with them is kind of neat. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I'm not entirely impressed. But I'm not entirely it, unimpressed either. Are those uh, minifigures actually able to ride inside the vehicle? I believe so. See, I think that changes a lot for me. Before when I thought they were just, I don't know, like giant robo Luke. Skywalker walking around changing to a jet for no reason that was kind of messed up but now that he's like a mecha where like Luke Skywalker can ride inside I don't know for some reason that just changes the whole feel of it for me makes it a lot cooler yeah and I like the fact despite that, the lack of electronics I like the fact that it, it like in the packaging it so prominently displays the Transformers brand name like on the top it's basically Star Wars packaging on the bottom it's basically Transformers packaging so it's interesting at least um but hopefully get some crossover fans. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll get like a you know Transformers Star Wars Superlink stuff. I, what could they? I I can't think of any like Star Wars ships that combine that that they would be able to do this with, and it would actually make sense as far as the Star Wars universe goes. Yeah, beats me. I mean, maybe like two halves of the Death Star, and you can like take them apart and be like, oh, battle damage Death Star. You could take the the X wing, split it in half, have like two V wings. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I couldn't think of <laughs> that. That was the big thing that kind of, that kind of made me think that this was more rumor than fact. Is the fact that, like, it seems like as far as the toys go thus far, they've been more worried about the vehicle modes and the robot modes and making the vehicle modes as Star Wars specific as possible. So if there was, you know, a Star Wars toy that I knew of um, or a vehicle that you know split apart and went its two merry ways and then came back together, then I could understand it being a combiner um, or something like that. But 
I can't really well, think Well, maybe of... it's two different robots that combine together to form a single vehicle. Hmm. I don't know. Like, I don't know, maybe Chewbacca and Han Solo combine to form the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> you got some sort of... <laughs> Crazy Karm Sutra positions for Han Solo and Chewbacca. <laughs> Interlink them. And, I don't know. I, I was trying to think of of what you could do, but I I couldn't think of anything. But yeah, I guess that would make sense. You've got you've got plenty of big, like, you know, maybe it's a R two D two and C three P O, and they transform into a escape pod or something. I don't know. They've got plenty of big duos that they could do something with, but. If there's one thing I've been waiting for, it's a transforming escape pod. <laughs> You're like, run away! <laughs> run away! <laughs> I, I'd, I'd buy that right after I bought the uh, stoplight transformer. No, that one is actually cool. Especially if they put in electronic lights. Yep. I'd buy it, just so I could put it next to my alternators. Okay, moving on. We have one more story for you, and... I believe, D-Buster, you have that information? I do? Yeah. What's the story? TFSightings.com goes live. TFSightings.com? What the heck is that? I don't know. It sounds pretty lame. Yeah, well, you should see it from an outsider's <laughs> point of view. Oh, wait, I made it. Darn. <laughs> yeah, so TFSightings.com <laughs> is a, a website. Um, oh, is it? Kind of hard is to that, tell is, by the name, yeah. but is I that think what the you use it means? to... Uh, for transformer sightings. So is it just uh, an ordinary run-of-the-mill website? Is it just a website? No, it's not just a website. It slices, it dices, it it bastes your turkey. It makes julienne I... fries. <laughs> no, what? All right, so tfsightings.com. Tell us about it. How does it work? What do you usually do? Okay, tfsightings.com is a new website uh, powered by Google Maps and this funky new website called Frapper. Basically what makes this place different from all the other Transformers uh, sighting places out there on the internets is that uh, you have uh, a map of the country and when you report your sighting you see yourself on the map and you can zoom in and out and see everybody else's sightings. So if you're looking to see whether it's always in your particular area you just go to the map for that one, say like Alternators Prowl pull up the map and you can see pretty easily where everybody's reported their sightings. There's no like sifting through text or looking for uh, different uh, forums or ranged by state or whatever. It's just all right there at the quick, easy access. That's especially nice because th this is the main reason why I haven't been using a sightings forum uh, because of the fact that, I mean, most places have it separated by wave like you do on tfsightings.com um, but then you have to like scroll through everything and it's got the most recent one at the very end, and you have to kind of, okay, well, is it here? Is it not? TF Sightings, you just pull it up. It's got the nice big map, and you can see, oh, there's a little marker right next to Florida. I wonder if uh, that's near me. Let's zoom in a little bit. And yeah, look at it. So I really like it. I think it's a good idea, which is why I'm trying to uh, do a redesign on the site, uh, get it going. Right now it's just kind of early type of beta stage, right, Debuster? Just sort of getting it up there so people can start using it. Yeah, it's uh, not very fancy looking right now, but I just wanted to put the content out there, get people reporting their sightings, and then we'll worry about the, the look of things as we go along. Right. I think it's a great idea. I think it's, it's definitely taking advantage of current technology and making it easier for people to see what's going on and 
making it easier for them to get the toys. So, um, the 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 only thing that I had that that we didn't mention is the fact that uh, Beast Machines has been all but confirmed for a February twenty eighth, two thousand and six release. Um, originally, it was supposed to happen in November. Uh, that got delayed for whatever reason. Um, and yeah, so now February twenty eighth, two thousand six looks to be the date. Um, that's what I believe Deep Discount and Amazon updated with. So thank you, Kid Rhino. You just killed Christmas. Oh come on! There's plenty of other Christmas toys you should be happy to get. Oh, I I, can, I know what I could talk about. I saw a uh, long rack. Um, um, actually, all over the place down here, and he is a really cool looking toy. And, like, and, uh, I, and if you want to find him, you, you can look for for sightings on on tfsightings.com. There you go. Um, but uh, <laughs> but I I was really impressed. Uh, he he is my favorite Beast Wars character from Japan. Um, but they it, it's just a really good interpretation of him as a different character. Um, just fits the mold so well. And I don't know. I just like it a lot. I don't know why. But uh, if you're the type of person who likes you know refocusing a character, changing his appearance, and making it you know still seem like it's a great character and still seem like the same character, then this is a perfect example in my opinion. Oh, and the uh, the blur mold is really nice too. The head the head remold looks great. So yeah, I'm really with you on uh, on Longrack. Uh, I forget what was his name in uh, Armada. That other version of the mold? Um, the, the the I don't know. The I'll, all I remember is that he looked like Dinobot. Yeah. Well, anyway, I thought the Armada one, the Armada one sucked pretty badly because he, like his interaction with his Minicon just didn't make any sense. I mean, he had a gearing gimmick that only worked with uh, Cyclonus, which was just right. completely off the wall. Did any of the Minicon gimmicks make any sense? Ooh. <laughs> they don't have to make sense. They're for kids. <laughs> but anyway, uh, having the cyber key gimmick, I think it fits them a lot better. And yeah, long rack is a great. And it makes uh, them easier to use too. Yeah, like as far as far as activating the gimmick, like I don't know, just makes sense. So yeah, um, I already have the Armada one, so I'm not gonna pick it up since I don't do uh, remolds. But for anybody else who doesn't have it yet, uh, I think it'd be a pretty good buy. It's on the buy list. You hear that? It doesn't even have electronics, but it's on the buy list. That's that's how good it is. That's amazing. Um, Any other news from anyone? I can uh, talk about uh, Cybertron Snarl for a little bit. I, I'd be willing to listen. Yeah, so um, just picked this guy up uh, a little while ago. His uh, beast mode is pretty good. Um, he's got plenty of articulation in the legs. He's got uh, toes, ankles, uh, knees. Um the thighs and the shoulders are on uh, limited ball joints, so they can move forwards and backwards pretty well. And just a little bit of play uh, in and out. The uh, tail can bend, uh, I would say, about uh, 70 degrees and rotate around uh, 360. So you can get a pretty decent number of tail poses there. The uh, force chip uh, stores on one of his thighs, which is really great. Um, out of all these... Cybertron figures. I think only him and Armorhide have a storage slot for their chips, so that's pretty good. And uh, Starscream, big old Starscream. Oh, giant Starscream. Well, I hate him, you so he doesn't count. Him. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you plug the force chip uh, into the back of his neck, some uh, translucent fangs uh, come out. They're uh, pretty gnarly looking, like he's ready to to shred some preds. Um. 
The only bad thing about it is is that you have to hold the chip in place for the, the fangs to stay open. If you let go, the mouth will just spring back shut. Um, it's a minor grape, but it still looks uh, pretty fearsome. Uh, robot mode is uh, pretty good. He has a really interesting transformation. Um, there's a lot of like wolves and cats and dogs and things where you just kind of stand them up on their hind legs and fiddle around with the upper body. Um, this one does that too, but there's just a lot of things where panels are folding around and stuff, and it's kind of hard to really describe uh, verbally. But uh, yeah, I don't know. If you can look for pictures online through photo galleries, it's uh, pretty neat. Um, his tail transforms into a gun sword, which is like, you know, just one of the coolest weapons ever, like uh, Energon Starscream. And to uh, actually, he outdoes Starscream in that this gun sword has a missile launcher on it. And uh, yeah, he looks uh, pretty good. Um, the only complaint I have about the robot mode is that there's uh, a lot of white there. Um, with not a lot to uh, to break it up and uh, show out some details. So if you're looking to add it to your display, um, maybe a, a dark paint wash might uh, help things uh, look a little bit nicer. So uh, yeah. It not- seems like a lot of toys uh, would look better if they had a paint wash. Like, especially especially uh, in this, like the recent toys that we've had, it just seems like they're doing like not quite enough to make it look like like they took the the extra time with a toy like it, it's it seems like they've been doing just as little as they can to get away with paint applications nothing really special i can't remember the last time that there was a toy that i was like oh that has amazing paint applications yeah i, I guess it comes down to money i mean they can only put in a certain number of paint apps on a toy but for a guy right. with like so uh so many large spaces of uh unbroken white he really needs it more than anybody else yeah yeah well, it's it's better than G1 where they had like nice sculpting and then they just completely covered it up with stickers. Right. Yeah. So uh, I say uh, this one not my highest recommendation, but uh, a pretty good one. Uh, if you you like the look of them, yeah, pick them up. Now, have you been able to uh, combine him with uh, Optimus? Snarl. No, yeah. it's a uh, Leo Breaker that combines with oh, Optimus. Oh wait, what the hell am I? Snarl's the wolf. Yeah, Snarl is right? the uh, the yeah. the white wolf, the smaller deluxe guy. The one who sounds like Dinobot on the TV show. Yeah. Wait, didn't I do? I, I'm pretty sure I did Leo Breaker impressions on the you show did, already. You did. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I'm. I remember how I'm hearing voices. It was, one was telling me to say that. I don't know why. But, <laughs> but. Okay. I think that'll do us for the week. It was kind of a slow news week. Um, so uh, next week I'll come back with uh, impressions on uh, Universe Rail Racer. And. Uh, Good news, I have a Meister in the mail coming towards me, so even though it'll be a late review and probably almost everyone already has him, uh, I'll be reviewing him because he's kind of been my alternator's holy grail. And and suicide doors are really cool. Yeah, so I like it, and oh, but wait, I won't be doing it next week because I won't be here next week because I'll be in Kansas because it is my grandparents' 60th wedding anniversary, and pheasant hunting season starts on Saturday, so I'll be out hunting some pheasants. 60th anniversary? Haven't they had enough? I mean, is it really that 60th. big of a deal? That's 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 a long time. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, so 60th wedding anniversary, so I'll be out there, so I won't be there. So, another week without TV Pro. Hopefully, Awa will be back next week, or depending on how you feel about him, hopefully not. So. I- I'm sorry, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, so um, this is Pirated TV Pro signing off for this week and next. I will see you the week after next or something like that. All right, this is D-Buster Prime signing off. And this is Matrix Prime. See you next week.